Microphone check, one, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. Here we are again at the end of the rap music plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth album and song reviews, as well as artist interviews and general rap commentary sprinkled in between on all of what the mainstream and underground rap scenes have to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. In a lot of ways, rappers are like quarterbacks in the NFL. They often get way too much credit as it relates to their career and get way too much blame for the failures in their career as well. I bring this up because this idea and this concept is very applicable to Vince Staples. Vince Staples is a rapper that I think has been always, always exuding huge amounts of potential, but for whatever reason, his albums just don't fully come together and end up being as great as they should be, as great as his talent demands. And continuing with this quarterback metaphor, a lot of times when a quarterback isn't succeeding like we believe they should, oh, they have all this talent, but the results and the wins and performance in the playoffs are just not there. A key thing that people usually do is point to their supporting cast Okay, is their offensive line not protecting him enough? Are his receivers getting open? Is the coaching that facilitates the offense, is it even all that creative? Is it all that effective? And sometimes this form of analysis leads you to believe that, yes, this quarterback is simply being let down by others, thereby not allowing him to see the success that his talent otherwise would deserve. But then also, you look at other quarterbacks where you see, no, they have enough of a supporting cast, they have good enough coaching, they have good enough organizational support, yet the wins don't materialize, and at that point, you have to look at the quarterback. And with Vince Staples, someone who has had a good supporting cast, most notably No ID, a legend who produced all of Summertime 06, a crop of very talented forward-thinking producers who delivered on Big Fish Theory, and then now Kenny Beats on two different occasions lending his talented beat-making skills on FM, and now this project, Vince Staples. This project made me realize we have to start being honest about Vince Staples' limitations and realize he's not the transcendent talent I always hoped he could be and instead discuss what kind of support does Vince Staples need to get the absolute best out of him to fully achieve his potential. Vince Staples is a Long Beach rapper affiliated with Odd Future back in the early 2010s and really came up with a devoted and engaged fan base that gravitated not only to the impressive lyricism the infectious West Coast swagger that he brought to all of his music, 
but they also gravitated to the man behind the mic, a guy that is just exuding personality and uniqueness, something that is uncommon in music, but just in general, in life. So Vince Staples was born to be a star. And since 2014, when he dropped his debut project with no ID on the boards, Summertime 06, that stardom was born. Since then, he's been sponsored by Sprite, very famously, and really has become one of the more A-list rappers that we have in the game. He then dropped Big Fish Theory, which was a project that took his already less than traditional approach to West Coast hip-hop, really digging in and embracing the coldness and a bleakness in his music, and went all the way left with production from the late, great Sophie and others that was super cutting edge, embracing a lot of forward-thinking electronic influences into these hip-hop beats. And for the most part, I love that. I love that decision. The project as a whole felt like it was lacking in certain ways, though, in a particular way that I'll detail at length later on in this review, but ultimately was still really strong. I really like that project. FM was probably his best project, in my opinion, as it was the closest thing we got from Vince where he truly brought engaging songwriting and mixed that with enough lyrical depth and great production from Kenny Beats that made it a genuinely explosive album, just brimming with energy and personality and flair. Speaking of Kenny Beats, Kenny produced that last project from Vince Staples and just in general has been on a tear for the better part of the last few years, making a lot of projects with Freddie Gibbs, producing for other big name artists, even collaborating in the electronic sphere and the R&B sphere with FKA Twigs. Kenny's just been great and really has established himself as one of the better producers that we have in the game and really hasn't missed. So when I heard that they're collaborating once again on this self-titled album from Vince Staples, I was excited. I was really intrigued to see where they would go next. What has always gravitated me to Vince Staples is that he's frank. Vince is so frank in the way he paints his life growing up in Long Beach, describing harrowing street experiences with a cold bluntness that is so matter of fact and has defined his music to date. These blunt observations were often layered over loud, abrasive production or lively West Coast instrumentals that emphasized Vince's charisma and ability to ride a beat in a very catchy way. With Vince's latest self-titled effort though, the usual formulas in a Vince release have been adjusted. And for that reason, Vince's self-titled was easily one of the most unmemorable first listens of a highly anticipated album that I can remember. I think the very low-key nature of the album took a lot of getting used to. But eventually I will say that I think this approach brought something new out of Vince lyrically that I did like, yet limited an existing strong trait of his as well. And with Kenny Beats, 
I think this move to the subtlety end of things took his typically vibrant energy and trapped it in a box. To explain this related to Kenny first, the eclectic energy of Kenny's instrumentals sound very muted here. Kenny has been a producer that has rarely missed in his quality run of productions in the past few years, but with this, I wouldn't say it was a flat out miss, but it was a missed opportunity. Because this could have been the all out great Vince Staples album that we've all wanted. The subtle grooves, melodies, and samples did uncover themselves over time upon multiple listens. Taking trips is great. I love the groove and the way that it complements Vince's flow. I think it was really dope. Low Fade has a really nice synth loop too that I thought was fresh. But overall, I'm not getting incredibly drawn into these instrumentals like a good Kenny Beats produced project usually does. With Vince though, what I think we lose is this highly animated delivery that we've all come to know and love from Vince. On this project, because he's more subtle, he sounds more restrained and this infectious charisma is simply not as present. Related to the sound though, I will say that this is probably the most soulful sounding Vince project. Usually the sound Vince has cultivated over the years could be characterized as cold and eerie, desolate even, but the extensive use of manipulated soul samples and muted grooves and melodies made this project sound honestly at times sort of cute. I'm thinking of beautiful tracks like Sundown uh, that just really sound bright and lovely on the ears. Sounding like something that Drake would have rapped over with that trademark muted R&B vocal sample that him and 40 always go for. I would also say that this is the most overtly wavy album from Vince versus the past where when he's really animated, he goes really energetic at times and goes really up and down in terms of the tension in songs. With this, he's a little more even keel and therefore the subtle grooves are a lot more apparent and his West Coast charisma showcases itself in a different way where it's more chill and not shrouded in noise like it often has been in the past. This album is much more pure grooves and bouncy jams. A lot more of an easy breezy kind of listen. Yet all that being said, I'm still not sold on the lack of musical adventure on this project, which is something I've grown to love about a Vince Staples project, especially in comparison to the bold Big Fish theory or the raw infectious energy of FM. Even with beats and a rapping delivery that is a tad underwhelming at times, I feel as though that the core issue with this album is that Vince's cardinal issue persists once again. This cardinal issue being that he is simply not a great songwriter. At this point, we have too much evidence to say the contrary. Therefore, although Kenny is certainly a great beat maker, I think Vince needs not only a capable beat maker, but a great songwriter and composer on the production side to help him polish these songs and make them stand out. 
so that all the songs actually pop fully, which is something that I haven't been able to say about a full Vince Staples project, FM being definitely the exception to this rule. Someone like a Pharrell or an LP would be an amazing fit for Vince, someone who can still bring a lot of flair and experimentation to the sound, but can also help him execute on his commendable and ambitious vision. Facilitating a similar lyrical depth and focus that we do see on this record, while not sacrificing the special delivery that has catapulted Vince to stardom in the first place. But for now, that's just a fantasy world. For now, we have the album Vince Staples, an album that is admirable but ultimately not fully satisfying. Since this album was so low-key and so short at just 22 minutes, there really had to be a lot of details that were impressive in the rapping performances and the writing to really make a lasting impression on the listener. Are You With That is the best example of this album firing on all cylinders. This song has a gorgeous melody and really pairs well with the sobering lyricism that Vince is dropping and overall is one of the best songs and the best hooks in particular that Vince Staples has ever made. But for the most part though, the hooks here are solid at times but not as consistent as I would have liked. In particular, I'm thinking of the closing track that did not do it for me at all. I really did not care for that hook all that much. And this is all a shame because FM really showed a lot of that growth in the songwriting department that I've wanted from Vince. These sets of songs on FM were the closest thing we've gotten to focused lyrical content married with explosive hooks and beats. And on the topic of the lyricism specifically, I think this new self-titled project did show some growth in the lyrical department as I've mentioned earlier and overall made me realize something interesting, which is that people tend to overlook Vince's lyricism, myself included, because of the catchy delivery, I think, and the type of production that he goes over. I genuinely believe if his delivery was more straightforward, the subject matter was a bit different, and he rapped over some dusty boom bap, let's say, I think that people would recognize the lyrics he drops a bit more and give him more credit. I always find I overlook what he's saying at first and instead focus on the charismatic delivery in the production. But due to how this album was made, the focus on the lyrics was more prevalent than ever. And for good reason, because this is Vince's most personal album lyrically, which I really appreciated. Take Me Home has some great insight into how Vince views his hometown, the street life that him and his friends used to lead, and you can hear the palpable fear and oppression his people were under. Vince also still brings that frankness to his lyrics that I mentioned earlier, but unlike his previous albums where he was more animated with the delivery, which kind of made this frankness more kind of in your face and punchy, since he's more subtle in his delivery, it kind of lends itself to come off more sincere or more vulnerable. And Vince continues with content that doesn't aim to glorify, but instead illuminate the harsh realities he and his folks lived in back in the day. But I think more than ever on this album, 
the tone and framing is really emphasizing the paranoia, the desperation, and the clear message that Vince is happy to never have to live like that again. The emphasis is so much less on the action and the high-stakes, fast-paced nature of his previous life. For such a high-profile artist, I really appreciate the groundedness that Vince brings. I like it that he doesn't mythologize his position in life, attributing all of his success and his ability to overcome his surroundings to larger-than-life work ethic and focus or even God, which is something as a non-religious person, I understand it, of course, just kind of doesn't resonate with me. Instead, he recognizes on this project that if for not a few different situations that could have went this way instead of that way, he'd still be living that life right now, or be in prison, or not be breathing. Therefore, it's this maturity that Vince has possessed really from the beginning of his career that I think he best articulates on this album, which is a certain positive. However, I think where this album still leaves me wanting more is that although the songs present more complete thoughts, I still don't think this entire album as a whole presented something complete. I find it ends on a less than stellar note with a somewhat weak closing track and doesn't really wrap up these ideas of paranoia, mental exhaustion with any true conclusion. It's not as much that Vince fails to solidify the overarching point he's getting at lyrically, because like I said before, I think Vince does show a great deal of lyrical focus from track to track, but stemming from the weak closer and the way these songs complement one another, the prevailing feeling I get from this album is not that of being gripped by these unsettling truths in these lyrics, and instead is more of being entertained by the grooves peeping some of the dark lyricism from time to time. The weighty lyrical content is not treated as such and loses that sense of drama and urgency because of it. So in summary, Vince takes a step forward lyrically and I think a step back from a delivery and a songwriting perspective. This was an admirable effort from Vince, but still not a project that truly cashes in on his immense potential and therefore I give it a low 7 on 10. So this concludes today's episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLCTV. I hope this episode gave you some fresh new perspectives on the latest rap releases, as well as a recommendation for the next great rap record to add to your collection. If you're an artist looking to level up your career, getting more gigs, album sales, merch sales, whatever it may be, I would love to help you with that by providing you artist development and writing services. So if you're interested, contact me via email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com or hit me up via Twitter or Instagram at rapmusicplugpod. I would be honored to lend my expertise and help you grow your career as an artist. And also for regular rap fans that just want to hear more quality commentary on the genre, Follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well. For exclusive content and updates related to the show, follow the Rap Music Plug podcast on Facebook to help the show grow and ensure that 
everyone's listening to the best rap music at all times. Follow the show on the podcast platform of your choice. Make sure you leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts so that the show can be spotlighted by that wonderful algorithm and be exposed to more people. You can find all of this information along with exclusive playlists created by myself by clicking the link that's in the episode's notes. So that's all for today. Talk to you soon. Peace.